Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. I know you're away. You're in Melbourne, aren't you? I am. Yes. No Mildred. Yeah, no Mildred. How are you coping without without Mildred? I'm. Uh, well, <laughs> I also have a daughter that I'm. Um... Uh, well, I was going to say I love the fact that you never mention your partner or your, or your baby daughter. <laughs> I suppose that features at some point. Yes, but I really, do you know what? I think I've said this to you. I really, um, I, because, you know, Grace was. (laughs) Well, you know, this is the place to say it. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I, no, I've, I've, um, when Grace has been on, you know, mother duties, I, before I travelled to Australia. Yeah. Me and Mildred really bonded. Yes, of course, of course. And and I felt like that we grew closer. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I've really, really missed her brackets and Grace and Wilder. But but <laughs> It goes without saying. It go thank you. In your case literally. <laughs> Cause you never do say it, but anyway. <laughs> That's a, di- that's a different podcast, yeah. right? But I tell you what was lovely the mm-hmm. the lovely Adam Hills. Oh yeah, obviously he's out here, and he very kindly invited me to lunch, and I was so surprised. I didn't know Adam had a dog. Oh, and it was so lovely that we went round. And I got introduced to, big shout out to Albie. Oh, wow. Yeah, the little uh, Cavapoo. And Albie is short for Albus Dumbledog. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like, have, have you recruited Adam Hill to come and join us on the podcast at some point? And, and I have. Yeah. Oh, great. Of course I have. He'll be a great guest. Yes. He had no idea that the only reason I was going to his lunch was to get him on mm. our podcast. And, and meet his dog. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I must admit, I'm a bit surprised because I I'd forgotten he kind of lives there because he's yes. over, over in Britain so much, isn't he? Yeah, he goes uh, to and fro. But there was a few uh, comedians, like a big comedians lunch, and I was oh, yeah. sat next to Adam, and there was this moment where the lovely Albie appeared in between Adam's legs. He nudged me. He nudged me because he, oh. I, he had seen me be affectionate towards the towards mm-hmm. the dog, and I was very happy. And I was talking to Albie like he was Mildred. And I was going, oh, "My little Albie is a little naughty. You're a little naughty thing, but you're just a little good doggy when yeah. I'm here." And um, and Adam spotted this, and he he nudged me, mm. and he, he 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 gestured down between his legs where Albie's head was popping up, wanting food. 
Yeah. And he nudged me and he looked down. And I looked down and I smiled and I went, that's beautiful. Uh, oh. But obviously to the people opposite us on the table, that looked like something very different. <laughs> that's an awkward moment. An, an awkward showbiz anecdote that need never be told by anyone. That's terrible. Yeah, you have to be so careful, don't you? <laughs> But it was really lovely to just be around a dog. And, you know, I've been in this hotel room on on my own. Yeah. And you really do. I'll tell you what it is I've missed. is just yeah. that moment. And I don't know if you have it with... I'm sure you have it with Dolly. Where you look round and, and it's just Dolly's there. Or Mildred's there. They're there. Oh, yeah, no, it's so good. It's so good. They're just there and, and they're with you and... I mean, I've been traveling around a bit, a little bit, not so much as I have been, but, you know, missing the canine company is, is a, yes. a major part of, of my, my makeup now. And the thing is, Dolly, what Jane says is that Dolly misses having, having her voice when I'm not around because... Dolly's voice? Well, I don't think we've really discussed this, but Dolly talks Dolly. through me, through me, you see. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Explain. explain. I'll I'll take it back a step. Jane is in the (laughs) habit of often using Dolly as leverage, right? So we might be sitting down watching watching telly or something. And Jane would say, oh, um, do you mind closing the window? And I'll say, can we leave it open just a bit longer? Because I'm I'm a bit stuffy in here. I just like some fresh air. And then Jane will go quiet. And about a minute later, she'll go, (laughs) Dolly wants it closed. (laughs) So... (laughs) So this became a strategy of Jane to get me basically to do anything, knowing that if I won't do something for her, I will definitely do it for Dolly. And so I had to find a way of striking back or defending myself from this blackmail, essentially. So um, so I I now talk through Dolly's voice. So, so if that happens again, Jane will say, Dolly wants the window closed. And I'll go, I'll go, is that right, Dolly? And and then Dolly will say, no, I'm all right with it, actually. You can leave it. <laughs> right? And so, see, so now I've answered that. I've said to Jane, it's fine. I think she's okay with the window <laughs> open. And, and so this has become a big thing that she talks all the time now. And that's her voice. Yeah. So, do you reckon I, that, you know, I'm 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 over the moon to to hear uh, Dolly's voice. Do you reckon I could mm. have a, a quick word with her, Jack? Well, she's not with me now, but um, she she could probably she's in the next room. But she if she knows what you were asking, what would what would you like to know? Um, hi, Dolly. Thanks for thanks for coming on. We're just uh, just wondering, you know, um, how how has it been? Uh, Jack's been out on the road doing. Sorry, I haven't a clue. And are, are you missing Jack? Yeah, it's been all right, actually. I don't mind so much. It's all right, actually. He comes in late and then we go out in the morning on a walk and that. It's all right, actually. She, she, says, that, she says that word a lot. It's her favourite word. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, so that, this is, yeah, anyway, so when I've been away, Jane, Jane likes to, you know, she wants to catch up on uh, stuff. So, but she misses, she misses Dolly's voice when she wants to go to bed. She said, do you want to go to bed, Dolly? And she'll say, yeah, I'm pretty tired, actually. I'll go to bed. <laughs> And then, so she's got that kind of that thing. <laughs> well, maybe I'm, I'm not the only person who does this. I'm sure I'm not. I'm a, you know, there must be others. Well, I put that out to our listeners that if if there are any listeners out there that that know their dog's voice, just like Jack knows mm. Dolly's, please send in a voice note. We want to hear directly now from your dog how, how your great. dog talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's an important part of owning a dog is you got to know what their voice is. Um, I do know someone else who's got a dog who, who's got a very much gruffer voice and so she sort of speaks through that in that voice for her dog. And it seems to suit her dog, but that was that, that's, that's Dolly for you. And she gets her way, but it has meant that I've at least got um, a fighting chance of, of sometimes getting my way or at least, you know, or Dolly's way rather in the house. I don't always have to do something because Jane says that Dolly <laughs> has said she wants this to happen. <laughs> I know that that feeling all too well and I'm I'm going to take a, a page out of your book and I will between now and our next episode develop a voice for Mildred it's a great thing to do you know when I was very young there was a, a program on the telly a children's television program called Animal Magic 
presented by a bloke called Johnny Morris, and he used to do voices for all the animals. So he'd go on a trip around a zoo or a safari park and give voices to all the animals. And I, I, I really like that, you know, that program. Do you think that's, that sounds like that's where you got that from? It Maybe the inspiration came from that, that you can speak on behalf of an animal you can channel their thoughts through your voice and help them to express themselves. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good solution. And it's not, I was worried that at some point that might come across like some weird ventriloquist act or something. And, uh, we, yeah. and as we all know, all, all ventriloquists are, are weird and quite disturbing. <laughs> um, really, when you look at it, it is pretty, it is yes. pretty unsettling, isn't it? When you get a ventriloquist. But, but if it's a real live animal, I think that's different. So, you know, so that it's not awkward now, I will just agree with you. <laughs> so we don't have a, an online row about ventriloquism. No, 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 no. I, th- I think it's brave of you to come out on a podcast and admit that you're going senile. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in this day and age, we're better to do it, you know. May as well come out with it and then at least people, when they see me, you know, Oh, he's Jack's not what he used to be. I heard him on this thing. It's pretty terrible, actually. He um he he thinks he's channeling a Chihuahua. Yeah, that's where I've got to. That's where I am. That's where we are. We've got very excited guest today. Friend of both of ours. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Fred McCauley. Yeah is going to be joining us, but just a quick, a massive shout-out. I'll give it a shout-out to Albie. But tomorrow is Mildred Barrett's second birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yes, big happy birthday. And you're not going to be there for it, are you? That's hard. I'm not going to be there for it. I'm very Mm. upset about that. But I thought what would be lovely is, you know, I'm sure you'd be really up for this, Jack, actually, is Mm. that, um, you know, that that lovely voice that you use when when you talk, not Dolly's voice, but when you talk to Dolly. I just thought you would love, I thought you would love to sing happy birthday to Mildred in that voice. I thought you'd love that. In in the voice I use for Dolly? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, what now? Well, I thought that's what you'd want to do. Well, that's very kind. That's very thoughtful of you. Thank you. Yeah, I really do want to do that. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here you Thank go. You. Here you go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mildred. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You'll love I that. Think being being put on the spot and remembering all the lyrics like that was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I get points for that, surely. For someone that thinks they're now channeling dogs, definitely. <laughs> Great. Okay. And and then uh, is Grace coming out to join you? Yes, Grace and uh, Wilder are both. What are the arrangements for, for Mildred when, when she comes out? Well, Mildred, you know, we're very lucky. Grace's parents live nearby and Grace's parents have this lovely big garden that they they properly look after. So so Mildred's there and she she absolutely, she loves it and she gets very excited when she knows she's going there. You know, when the car turns onto their road, she knows exactly where she's going and she's over the moon about it. So I'm sure it will be fine. She'll have a great time. Have a lovely time, but we've got lots of stuff to do. We've got to talk to Fred, but we've also got some voice notes. We have. Well, we've got a voice note. We've got someone sent in a song, didn't they? We've got a song. I think we have got a song, yeah. Well, yes, because I sang the song to you that I sing to Mildred. Yes. You're my little mortal. Yes, and and so now we've started a craze, and now people are sending in their songs. Hilary, about her dog, the uh, splendidly named Ernesto Fonzarelli, or Ernie, Lovely. as he, I suppose, inevitably is called. In you know, when you're out in the park, you can't you can't go calling for Ernesto, can you? And he's a Parsons Jack Russell. It's a great um, name. Yeah, isn't it? Lovely looking dog as well. But have a listen to this song. Ernesto Fonzarelli, he's got a hairy belly. His feet are very smelly. Ernesto Fonzarelli. We sing that all the time. His feet stink. That's great. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I wonder why Ernie's feet smell so much. I mean, or is that they've just made that up? No, I think I believe her. I think that 
it sounds like an Estes Feet do smell. That song sounded like a football chant. Didn't it? Yes, yes. On a stoke bond, so really. Yeah. It's very, very hairy. It, it, could, it could do with a chorus and a middle eight, I think we should say, but it was, uh, <laughs> it, 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 was it was good. I mean, you know, it was, uh, and, and, and the first for the podcast, apart from me singing to Mildred and you, and you singing your song to Mildred as well. So, uh, but that's uh, but that, that's the first from a listener, isn't it? Yes, and I'm I'm glad that I'm not the only one. I had a feeling that that yeah. would be a thing, and I'm I'm glad that I'm right about that. But I've never heard of dogs having smelly feet. No, Mildred, I don't think Mildred has smelly feet. No, no. I mean, there's no reason why they would have them. They don't wear socks and trainers, and that's no. usually the cause, isn't it? But he, he looks like a lovely dog, actually. Thank you to Hillary for sending that in. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's great. And let us know also if your dog's feet uh, do smell or, or there, there's any other strange problems with your dog. Let mm. us know. I mean, we're not going to solve the problems. Uh, the, the, the ultimate would be a dog singing because dogs do sometimes yes. get carried away with music, don't they? And, and you get this arr, 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 going on in the background when you play music. So some dogs do that, don't they? Yes. I love that. They join in not realising they're ruining it. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Velux XE, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Velux XE injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D. ERM.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergic to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I saw a, I saw a lovely video because you've just joined Instagram. Yeah, I have, yeah. I've uh, I've joined Instagram so that I can do oh my dog things. This is it. I've told you. This is where it starts, Jack. Next, yeah. it's TikTok dances. <laughs> this is where it ends. Yeah, yeah. There's some fantastic dog, you know, dog accounts, and oh my dog, our Instagram account. We share all of the the funny dog videos that we get, and I saw a fantastic one today of a dog mm. that was watching the football on the telly, and when the dog's team scored, the dog celebrated. Really? Really? Knowing it was the right team that scored? Apparently so. Fantastic. Wonderful. That is fantastic, isn't it? But I think we should, I think it's the perfect time to speak to our lovely friend, very funny man. Oh, yeah. Wonderful Fred McCauley. Yes, indeed. Let's find Fred. One of Scotland's best-loved comedians, Fred McCauley, has been making us laugh since the early 90s on panel shows like Have I Got News For You and Mock The Week. He also has recently toured the country with Sorry I Haven't A Clue with Jack, but we don't want to hear about all his amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his dogs. Hello, Fred. Hello, everyone. Fred, so thank you so much for joining us. We, uh, we've been very excited to uh, 
have you on oh my dog of all our guests uh well with, perhaps with the exception of jonathan ross who at the beginning has at times had you know 78 dogs in his house <laughs> you have four amazing looking black labs don't you before the good three. <laughs> oh, fred no when did this happen yeah, what a couple of months ago jack um oh. she was she was 15 and a half oh my god she'd led a good life but yeah she oh. uh, that that was our beloved Izzy, who I've got to say was a beautiful, uh, a beautiful hound. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but we've got three. But you guys know what it's like. You get well, maybe not you, Sean, but certainly Jack. So it's always good to start on a high, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> oh please, do you want to hear about my grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> They're gone as well. Oh. <laughs> But we had four. I had four. Yes, you had four. You had four. And Izzy lived to, I mean, you said she lived to 50 and a half. That's that's quite amazing because I've done a bit of homework, very unlike me, but I did, it did say that um, the average lifespan for a Labrador was up to 12. So that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. No, she did really well. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. For some of her predecessors, Maisie, who was our very first dog, she lived to about 14 Wow. And then we had Poppy. Wow. And Poppy's a remarkable story because we called her Poppy and she died on the 11th of the 11th, 2011, on Poppy Day. Oh, which is no. spooky. That's spooky. Yeah. That is incredible, isn't it? I yeah. I mean, I shot her. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> took it an opportunity to miss. Oh, <laughs> we walked into that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's an old, old bet. I do apologise. No, you're good. Have you always had Labradors? Has that been your favourite breed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got Maisie, um, who we called Mehi, because uh, that's the way she would have pronounced her name. Mehi, mm-hmm. uh, when our daughter was 10 or 11 and was changing school. She was going up to secondary school. And that was our first lab. And... We had her on our own for a number of years, and then we, we got into multiples. Yeah, you did, yeah. Have they always been black as well? Always black lab, yeah. Is there a difference in between golden Labradors and black Labradors in terms of temperament or anything like that? I don't know about golden and black, but certainly chocolate labs, Right, they're renowned for being a bit thick. Ah. Uh, and it was the black labs that told us that. Uh, so. <laughs> Could be racist, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'll pick up on what you said there about Maisie and Mehi, because uh, you said that yeah. that's how she would have pronounced it. What's what's yep. the story there? Was was she Spanish? What was or just you, <laughs> or did she have a voice that you had imagined? Yeah, it was entirely. I don't know whether it was a physical thing or not, but we all we always just imagined that that Maisie would have preferred Mehi, and oh. maybe it was one of the kids that just decided to call her that to pronounce yeah. it that way. I can't really recall. Well, this leads us perfectly to something that me and Jack love to find out when yeah. we're talking to our wonderful guests. Do do you have a special voice that you use when talking to your dogs? I, I don't know that I do. Aileen, my wife, she she does. She speaks to the dogs as if they were toddlers. But hang on, so that means that you talk to your dogs as if they were people, then. No, I don't, I don't talk to them. So you, have the same, you use the same voice. Yeah. And then that's the voice that you use for people. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I don't speak to them as if they're people. Which I personally find more <laughs> absurd than using a special voice for dogs. Uh-huh. Like you get in and ask the dogs how work was or oh, how was your weekend? <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I don't think I'd, I've got a different voice for them. I mean, I, I might bring one or two of them in to the room in a minute or two uh-huh. you can check see what yeah <laughs> i'll probably end up going diggy diggy uh-huh. <laughs> right okay but no don't have a different voice i don't think i don't think you can judge me that's slightly different because you wouldn't you wouldn't speak presumably you wouldn't speak to your wife like that would you no <laughs> no, no so there we are we're getting somewhere <laughs> we're getting somewhere aren't we fred this is <laughs> i didn't know this was a psychological survey of my inner self <laughs> It's what, yeah, it's what you started. And did you grow up with dogs? No, not at all. Really? Uh, we, we, yeah, Dad was a cop. Yeah. And he, he once brought home a dog that was needing rehomed to give it a try. Mm-hmm. I can remember the dog, and I remember the night. It was an English setter 
which is the same shape and size as an Irish setter, but it's black and white. Yeah. And it was fully grown, and it just and pissed everywhere <laughs> and howled all night. So it was a 12-hour experiment. My dad didn't really have the temperament to keep a dog. <laughs> uh, that's the English for you. Yeah. <laughs> We've had guests like that over the years. Yeah. Uh, the signals were all there. Yeah, quite, yeah. Um, so it didn't last very long. So in adulthood, you, you had children first and then you got your first Labrador. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Aileen grew up, but she had uh, a little West Highland Terrier. Oh, nice. Again, about 15 years. I think they live quite a long time, these wee dogs. Yes, yes. Right. Called Mac. Out of the six dogs that we've had, five girls, one boy. Yeah. Do you find the girls more biddable and, and easier to cope with? I think the only difference I can detect is that uh, Louis, his pee absolutely stinks. And that's the only difference between yeah. the male and female. They're, they're both, oh. I would say, they're both equally trainable. Although uh, the female urine... Uh, from a dog will mess your lawn up, won't it? This is uh, you get absolutely you get yeah. these uh, patches, and that is only from the bitch, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Although I, I'm not altogether. I think Louis maybe destroys uh, quite a bit of uh, shrubbery as well. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's I mean, he's, he's a big lad, yeah. and he, he honestly he does he p- like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that interests me is that we've had. On the podcast, we've had guests, and we've had, like Jack said, we had Jonathan, who's had you know four hundred multiples, dogs, yeah, multiples, mm. and but always different breeds of dog. And yeah. I think you're the first person, even when we've had guests that have just had two dogs, you're the first person that has had has the same breed. And so, what I'm interested in as someone that has just the one dog. And only one personality that I have to kind of understand. Mm-hmm. When when you've got the three dogs now, how do their personalities differ? Because you know I've seen the photos; they're beautiful. But how do you you know? You, can you really tell which ones which through who they are, not just the way they look, but through who they are? Completely. I mean, they they're so different. The personalities are so different. I love that Louis, who unfortunately is not with us today. He's through in Edinburgh with my son and daughter-in-law. He's quite needy for, for a big boyish dog. And he looks, you know, he's, he, it's almost like he's got a bit of rotty in him. He's got a big chunky head yeah, in him. Yeah. He's quite needy. He, he needs a lot of attention, you know. And if you come in and all three of them come over just to see you, Louis bustles in, right? He'd be right in at your knee, desperately seeking oh. attention. And then we've got Tiggy, who is Louis's mum, Ah, right. yeah. Tiggy wow. is she's she's a delight. And where I am in the office, if the door is open, she comes in maybe once every couple of hours and comes up for a cuddle. Oh. Uh, so I get a, I get a Tiggy cuddle maybe once or twice a day. Yeah. And she comes up and she she cuddles you for maybe thirty seconds and then she just dumps down and walks away <laughs> as if to say that's it you've had it mate right I've got other things to be getting on with. Yeah. And then the puppy Molly. She's uh, a year and a half. Okay. She's very independent. Mm. I mean, she's oh, right. Yeah, she's quite different as well. But latterly, she has become a bit more. Not, I was going to say friendly, but she 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 will come over and you know seek a bit of attention. Mm. Molly's not related to to Louis and Tiggy. You no, brought Molly in. We did. Wow. And so, how did? Well, it seems like you've done this a few times. But how does a, how do the dogs take to? Because for me, that would blow my mind to see Mildred. Uh-huh. If I could, if, if if Mildred, you know, I brought in another dog. This is that you'll get. This as a new member of the family. You're going to be living with this dog. Uh-huh. I, I I mean, I would find that so exciting to 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 see that reaction. Did they take to Molly well, or was there a bit of resistance at the beginning? What was it like? Well, uh, again, the different personalities come out, and I think a lot of it has got to do with age, Sean, because yes. uh, when we brought Molly into the house, um, Izzy was, was, you know, she was pretty old, mm. and she wanted absolutely yeah. F all to do with her. Right. She, I, mean, the, yeah. cause, I mean, the puppy would go over, and she, you know, she was desperate for, for somebody to play with her, and Izzy would just growl and tell her to, you know, yeah. Yeah. get to, <laughs> as we say in Scotland. You can get to. <laughs> Louis was interested, and Tiggy became a bit maternal. Tiggy's had two litters, 
so she she took Molly under her wing. Oh. And you know you, you see them playing together. Right. That sort of rough housing that that dogs do with puppies. Can I I tell you something? Mm. Having yes. litters is wonderful. I was going to ask, yeah. This that is, is something we've really enjoyed. Yeah. So talk me through that. Who was the father to, to get yeah. litters? So uh, the father of the first litter yeah. that, that gave us Louis ah. came from a oh, breeder. Oh, she gets around, does she? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we, we tried to breed uh, one of our other dogs. We tried to breed Izzy. Twice, but she she was unsuccessful. <laughs> the alien said at the time, I overheard alien saying to one of her friends, um, Izzy didn't didn't get pregnant. Uh, she was just doing it for fun. Um, <laughs> and, and then added, Thank God, somebody in this house is getting some fun out of it, right? So, <laughs> so Louis's dad uh, came from a breeder, so we we sent Tiggy off. Off you go and uh, have your two days of fun. Yeah. And she got knocked up. <laughs> and then, rather unfortunately, um, <laughs> this is a terrible thing. I have talked about it. Tiggy's second pregnancy was through her son, Louis. Oh. Um, the <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well... We we try to keep them apart, mm. but you know nature took over. Uh, we're talking Scotland here. Don't forget, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we actually inquired. Of course, we inquired about whether the you know what would the, would the pups be mutant or, or would we have to terminate? But they said they said no, no, the puppies will be fine. But um, obviously. You can't register them as pedigree. No. Um, and if you're selling them, you have to let people know. Yeah. And uh, so and when I phoned up for the advice, they said, I said, listen, I think we've got a, a bit of a, uh, an inbreeding situation. All right, go on. And she said, oh, hang on, what's your postcode? And I'll put you through. I said, what? <laughs> what's your postcode? I said, it's G74. And she said, hang on, I'll put you through to the South Lanarkshire inbreeding department right now. <laughs> I was about 13th in the queue, right? <laughs> All I heard... Your call is important to us. So it's a big thing. It's a big deal. But, but the, dogs, yeah. the dogs themselves were, were fine, were they? Oh, perfectly, yeah. Beautiful. Wow. We, had, we had five boys wow. um, just... Absolutely stunning yeah. pops. Five beautiful legs each. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Five beautiful little hermaphrodites. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, so no plans to continue because would you? I mean, yeah. Are you gonna you're gonna breed again? Are you? Oh, oh yeah. That that yeah. So that's what that's why. That's not why we've got Molly, no. but uh, Molly's a beautiful, beautiful dog. And Louis, as, as we said, has got previous. Yeah. So we've kept him intact. <laughs> Fred, you live, um, you're quite into your country sports and, and so on, aren't you? Yeah. Have you ever had the idea that you should, you'd take your dogs and, and, and shoot with your dogs? Would you do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Louis uh, trained right. uh, to retrieve. So he's, he's a fine, he's, a, he's got a good nose in him. Is that by you, Fred? Yeah. I went over to a trainer called Dick Sorley, and Dick trains hundreds of dogs. He's one of these people that you might come across in training mm. who's just got this incredible natural ability with dogs, mm. you know? Um, and I went to him, and, I mean, basically, he's training the human I see, yeah, yeah. rather than the yeah. dog. Because okay, you know yeah. what it's like? Maybe I should meet him. He well, can help me. <laughs> but the thing is, Sean, the sort of fundamental is being good to the dog and saying, good boy, good boy. Like that. Yeah. But we say it at all the wrong times. You know, if you're just out walking on the lead, you'll just kind of go, go, he's a good boy. You know, yeah. He's a good boy. And uh, and he would say, well, you don't say that until he's done something that you want to give him praise right. for. It's all about praise. Oh, and the other yes. thing is, if the, if the dog goes wrong, you know, growl at her. He would say, growl at her, Fred, growl uh -huh. at her. Or him. So... Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, to see a fully trained dog, and I would say Louis half trained yes. at best, but because the, yeah. the most important thing 
um, and I spend a bit of time looking at gun dog behaviour online, mm -hmm. is to get the dogs to stay absolutely still, regardless of what's going on yeah. around them. Yeah. And then they just go out on command. Oh, wow. Whereas Louis needs to be held on a leash. Right, yeah, yeah. And then oh, okay. told yeah. to sit and yeah. then given the command to go yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. That sounds in incredible to have a dog trained to that degree, though. I, I've seen a bit of it myself, and it is, uh, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, but they're first and foremost pets. I mean, they live in yeah. the house. I mean, people that are into that kind of thing, you know, going out and, and retrieving pheasants yeah. on a pheasant yeah. shoot, they, they'll keep their yeah. dogs in a kennel, but I mean, fundamentally, ours yeah. are, yes. are yeah. pets first and foremost. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You mentioned yeah. the growl there. What, what would the growl sound like if you were growling at, at one of the dogs? It's just their, their name, you know, Diggy, like Diggy. Okay. Yeah, you. <laughs> would you still use that now if the dogs are maybe misbehaving? Yeah. Would you still growl? Because yeah. I've been struggling, as Jack knows. Mildred is, as soon as I let her out into the back garden, she is, she's a cockapoo. Mildred is a yeah. cockapoo. And we have the problem of she barks when she's in the garden. Right. She's fine indoors, but in the garden, she's a nightmare. And I've tried that. I've been, that's one of the things I was trying is, is growling at her to get her in. And it has been mm -hmm. working. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very good. It's very effective, yeah. isn't it, growling at the dog? I think that, the, I mean, I'm, I'm not a dog trainer by any manner or means, but I would say what they need is consistency. So it needs to be that if Mildred's in the garden and she's barking and you're telling her no. Yeah. Like that, or growling. Yes. Then... Your your missus has to do the same, yeah. you know, because this sounds kind of like I'm making it up, but what Dick Sorley used to say to me was, if the dog goes wrong, which in other words means if you're telling it to sit and stay, yeah. and incidentally he would never say stay to a dog, he just says sit, and that's the command that it won't move until he gives it another command, but just out of habit I would say stay, yeah. and then you walk away and you kind of extend how far away you go, up to 100 metres or 200 metres, and then you give it the call, yeah. come, or a, a dog whistle, and then it would come, and then it would stop again. So, But as, as soon as you walk away, say, 50 metres, and the dog runs mm. after you, he says it's going to take you between 10 and 20 times getting it to do it right yeah. before it gets it back oh, into its mind wow. to do it right. Right, okay. That's very good to know. Thank you. So consistency. And do you reward with a treat or is it then you say good boy when they have actually done it right? Good boy and occasionally a yeah. treat. That's another thing that's important, Sean, is that you don't give them a treat every time. You give them a treat now and again. Okay. Just so, so that it, it will come in expectation of a treat. But if it doesn't get it, well... You're going to have to make sure it comes again the next time. I see. Yes, yeah, 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 I see. You mentioned there that, you know, you said that your Labradors are, you know, they're very much pets, very much at home. Do, where do they sleep then? Do they have their, do they all have their own individual bed around the house? Do they, I mean, there's four of them. Do they have their own bedroom? Three, Sean. Don't, Three, Sean. don't bring I'm sorry. I can't, I'm so oh. sorry. I'm, <laughs> sorry, Fred. I'm sorry. I think I've said that before. 
it's okay. Uh, they've they've got uh, they all sleep together. They all sleep together. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, that's lovely. And when we had cats, the cats used to sleep really? with them as well. Yeah, but they're dead as well. If you you know anybody that's doing a cat podcast, <laughs> my dead cat uh, apparently is huge. It's number three in the pet podcasts. Uh, but no, they all sleep together. And then during the day, you they find different wee spots. Mm. Uh, around the house. Sometimes they'll all sleep together during the day. Other times they'll maybe be in different bits. Yeah, yeah. But at night time, all together. Oh, lovely. Yeah, Dolly is good at finding, she's got little spots where she knows the sun comes through the window. She can do a little bit of sunbathing or there's another place where there's a hot water pipe underneath the floor. So that's quite nice during the day. They're very clever at finding these uh-huh. little spots for themselves, aren't they? So are the are the dogs allowed on the furniture? No. Oh, right. Yeah, well, I can understand. You've got three of them, you know. You'd have nowhere to sit for yourself, would you? No, no. But when Izzy, uh, you know, the old one, she got uh, a bit of leeway and was allowed up onto the, some of the, the settees. Yeah. And then you could see the other ones going, have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you noticed this? And then and then they would all try it. I mean, they're so smart. They just kind of, you know, give them an inch. And yeah. kind of, all right. So the rules have changed. Fair enough. Up we come. <laughs> so we were through in my, my son's flat in mm. Edinburgh and the, with two of them and they were you know we took through their bed blanket thing um, and we thought right they'll, they'll just sleep in that but we were in in the morning a pair of them were up in the city uh, so they will but I mean in our house there's certain places in the house they don't get yeah. to go and they're certainly not allowed up in the furniture but sometimes uh, they do right, okay. you reminded me at the start when you were saying about having a, a voice Mm. For the dogs, we don't. Well, as I say, maybe maybe I do, but I'm not really aware of it. So we've got Tiggy, Louie, and Molly just now, but they all have extra yeah. names ah. as well. Not not their pedigree yeah. names. So uh, Tiggy, she gets called Tiggy Booster. Tiggy Booster. Yes. No idea why. Molly is just Molly Mollikins. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. But Louie, but Louie, my daughter-in-law Sophie, uh, she calls Louie. See if I can get this right. Um, Honolulu Kalula Lem Lem Sausage. Okay. <laughs> yes. Excellent. That's a catching name. And they just come from nowhere. There's no reason, there's no logical reason for that. Well, Sophie is very, very fond of Louis, which is why he's through in Edinburgh with her just now. She just calls him Sausage. Sausage. And it's spelt S O S I I I I I D G E, I think it is. So seeds. Yes. Right? As it should be. Uh, and I don't know where the Honolulu Kalula Lem Lem comes from. That's great, though. It's a lovely name, that. Because <laughs> your, your kids are all old enough, obviously, to have their own place and their own dogs, presumably. Have any of them got dogs now? Or? Yeah, daughter Cara and her husband Graham, uh, they've got Walter and Matilda who are Boston Terriers. Oh, lovely. And do they get on well with the labs when they come over? Yeah. Walter especially. Walter, I think, is about mm. seven. Um, and he he thought that he might... Uh, he, he was very fond of Tiggy and still is. Well, he's, he's heard about her <laughs> reputation. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, she's way out of his league. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Fred, when you, I know you travel a fair bit with your work. You know, do you do you miss the dogs when you're away for a few nights at a time? And and, and what's it like when you come home? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, and it's great yeah. when you come home yeah. because yeah. well, I you know, there's sometimes the, the huge initial excitement uh, that they'll run up and they'll maybe try and jump up a bit. But it, it, it soon wears off. It, oh, right, okay, it's him, right. That's oh, yeah, he's back, back yeah. to bed. Back to normal, yeah. And what's, what's the exercise regime with, with Labradors like that? They, they, do they need a lot? I mean, Louis, probably not so much now, but... Yeah, they, they get about an hour's walk That's every nice. day. Okay. Some of that is on the lead as we go down, and then we've got fields yeah. near us, and then they just let off the lead. And Louis and Molly pretty much exercise themselves. They'll run around all over the fields. Tiggy, you know, she's she's 10, she'll be 11 on her next birthday. She's starting to slow down a bit. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So do you feel you're not, even though they're trained, they, you, you wouldn't be confident enough to walk them down the street without a lead? No, no. Okay. Definitely not. Just because, you know, if there's a, <laughs> a squirrel goes by yeah. or something like that, then it's years of training out the window, right? Of course. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Squirrel! I think we know the answer to this 
question that we always ask everyone, this final yes. question, which is, um, yeah. do you let your dogs kiss you on the face, and in particular on your lips? Definitely not in the lips, but yeah. Um, yeah. both Tiggy and Molly will, will nuzzle your earlobe. Oh, right, okay. They'll nibble your earlobe, right? Oh, Jack likes that. Jack likes that. I mean, from Dolly. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like Jack likes me doing that. No, Jack likes Dolly. Do- <laughs> this is why we've had to record right. Oh My Dog remotely, because Jack didn't stop <laughs> nudging me to nibble his ear. Ah, I thought you were in the same room, just on different cameras. Yeah, no, we, we go to extraordinary lengths to maintain the uh, the illusion. Yeah. Yes. Now, do you want me to bring a dog in? Oh, do, yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, please do. We'd love to see a dog, yes. Hang on. Absolutely. This is Molly. And you come. Come. And Molly, Molly is the, the she's the turning two. Yeah, come here, Where's come, come, come this year. Come on, she's unused yeah. to this. Come on up. There we go. Mildred loves that? coming onto it. Uh, oh, that's enough. Oh, hello, Diggy. Yeah, that was it. Diggy, camera shy. No, she's, she's stage fright. Diggy, she's, she's saying, "Oh, is it Sean Walsh?" No, thanks. Diggy, come, <laughs> come on, Dig. She's gone. <laughs> come on. Here we go. There's Tiggy. Oh, if it's Jack D, yeah, I'll come and say hello. Tiggy. Oh, Tiggy Cuddles. Oh, <laughs> that was a little kiss on the face. It was, yeah. a good girl. Oh, it's a good girl. It's a good girl. There you go. Who's a good oh, girl? That's adorable. Who's a good girl? Oh, who hasn't got a voice for the dogs? Who's not got You've a got voice for the dogs? You've got the voice. He's got a voice. Who's a good girl? Yeah, he has got a voice. That's Tiggy Booster. You've got a voice <laughs> that you use for your dogs, friends. <laughs> there you are. I've discovered yeah. something. Tiggy has got the worst yeah. breath in the yeah. world, haven't you? I can't believe you didn't know you have a dog voice. You do have a dog voice. Who's a good girl or a good girl? There you are, you see. it's You can't help it. People can't help it. Absolutely not. She's absolutely gorgeous. We can only sort of see her head nuzzling up to you. Yes. So we'll take your word for it. It could be a, it could be a seal, couldn't that. it, from what we can see. But it, <laughs> she's absolutely lovely. No, it's definitely a Yeah, <laughs> absolutely lovely. Find someone uh, that looks at you the way that Molly looks at Fred. That was absolutely beautiful. Fred, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, it's been my pleasure, boys. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and sharing all the secrets, some of which you didn't realise you were keeping all these years. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> Just one thing to, to wrap up from my point of view, and it was a thought that I had because Molly has just been in heat, or as they say, in season. Yeah. And oh, I yes. wondered if anybody that you've spoken to knows where the expression in season comes from. No. No, what is it? No. I don't know. I mean, I it's just when when they're fertile. Oh, I, you were actually literally asking how. Oh, no, this isn't the right place for knowledge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, right. when Rory Bremner was on, his dog oh, yes. was wearing a nappy because she was in, in season. And right. it, it, it stopped her expressing bits of blood around on the carpet. Yeah. So his dog was in a nappy at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Rory's, Rory's <laughs> thing. You'll have to talk to him about that. I shall go and do some research. That was a fantastic uh, interview with Fred McCauley, wasn't it, about his Labradors. What do you think of that then, Sean? Well, I thought, I, well, I learnt a lot. Yeah. I have to say I learnt probably a bit more than I, I wanted to about his dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, but it was, uh, do you know what as well? What's lovely about mm. all of the people that we speak to on Oh My Dog is... You know, we talk about, oh, it's, you know, we love to have the, a dog, something that loves us. But actually, mm. just speaking to Fred, you could just see and hear it in his voice how much he loved his dogs and how much he loved dogs. And that was And that was just so telling and, and really lovely to hear. And fascinating about the, the training as well. You know, we've spoken to Russell Kane on here and who spoke about, you know, ways of, of dealing with uh, dogs' behaviour. And obviously I failed yes. at or decided to not persist on that. But I think I'm definitely going yeah. to, with Mildred in the garden, I will update you on that because that we, she needs to stop barking in the garden. And I think that's a really good way of, of doing it. It's just saying to Grace, make sure that you also do this. We both need to be doing this every time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a logic in that. If you kind of raise your voice when your dog is barking, 
the dog just thinks you're joining in, I think, you know, and, yes. and therefore thinks it's it's okay. So you need to find another way of communicating that. It's uh, but it is a tricky one. It's yeah, you're right. I mean, because Fred is um, he's uh, got a wonderful um, stage presence that would not belie this character underneath that is is uh, a bit of a softy with his dogs, but yes. also pragmatic. It was lovely. Yes. I'm not sure if we even got it out of Jonathan about where all... Oh, yeah, because I do remember some of the dogs slept on Jonathan's bed and not in Jonathan's bed. But that image of yeah. the four... Of the three dogs... God, I can't get that right! The three dogs! The three yeah. dogs. <laughs> is... <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And that is so beautiful. And I'm, I'm desperate to get another dog. And I think that the, this podcast is not helping me. No, it's not. I mean, but if you're, if you're, go, it, 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 I don't think it's helping anyone. But uh, <laughs> if, you can, if, it can, if you can get a dog, another dog, while Mildred is fairly young, I think that's because uh, my anxiety is when you got a very old dog and then you get another a young dog. The old dog is bound to think, oh, I, I know what's going on here. Yeah, I, I'm, my uh, days are numbered. Is that right? Yes. And so that you've just got a replacement in to rub my nose in it before I uh, <laughs> take my final visit to the vet. And I, I worried that, that they're, they're psychologically that's what they would think. Although, to be fair, I mean, we did do that with Walter, our old Dachshund. That's why we got Dolly was to cheer him up because he was bereaved because Darcy had died, and it really yeah. it was a real pickup, and he it, it made his last year really a lot happier than I think it would have otherwise been. He stopped being so lonely. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it was. It was amazing to see, and Mildred might might be the same. But I would talk to Grace about it first, see what she reckons. Don't surprise her with. <laughs> Coming home with a you know a Dalmatian yeah. or something you know just it's not likely to be well received. I no, would imagine. I don't know. I yes, guess. no. Just with, yeah, with the recent birth of a child, you're right. Good. Thank you. Safety tip. Um, I'm glad I ran that by you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jack. It's <laughs> just a hunch. Yeah. No, it's awkward now that I have to take this dog back uh, that I just bought in Australia. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Lovely to have Fred on. Wasn't it? A great voice note as well. Great song. Thank you for that. A again, to everyone, if you want to send in a song, we'd love to hear it. If you've got a dog's voice, we'd love to hear it. If you have any questions for me and Jack about mm. Mildred or Dolly, we would love to answer them. Get in touch at hello at omdpod.com. And, of course, follow us for lots of uh, fantastic dog videos and Oh My Dog News on Instagram at omdpod. Give us a shout. And remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>